Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Happy Monday evening to you. We have about a week left of this particular presidency. And many of you are weary, tired, just you're just like, what the heck is going on? It has gotten crazy. Secretary Pompeo's under fire as usual because he's pretty much one of the last people standing with the president at this point. Took to the airwaves today and then right in the middle of his speech just disappeared on my cable news outlet, <laughs> in which I do not utilize at all anymore. I told you guys to turn off all mainstream media as well as cable news outlets for now. Right, Just a little bit of a fast from information. There's so much incorrect information. It's just misinformation, a lot of disinformation. We know this has been the campaign of the left for the past five years. This is nothing new. This is nothing new to humanity either. I mean, for God's sakes, from Napoleon to Hitler, I mean, we see where media must be complicit with an overhaul of wickedness. Media must be complicit. You know why? Because the word is what shapes all of creation. The spoken and written word. I've said it for the past five, uh, six years now on the air. When I was on terrestrial air, I would start nearly every show with a word of the day. You guys thought I was being ridiculous, but But I would say, okay, if you'll recall, the campaign of the left at that time was to take a particular word. It could be gender. Let's just go with gender for just a moment. Gender is an actual sociological construct. It has nothing to do with sex. Your biological sex is exactly that. It's sex. It has always meant sex in a scientific verbiage from that standpoint. Gender is a sociological construct that has, I guess you could say it's come along almost like an urban dictionary uh, term, right? Your gender. No, gender does in fact have a scientific implication, but it's certainly not as it pertains to your sex, as your actual biological sex. And so when I first came on the air, we had the left's push, the entire LGBTQ through Z 
corporate mafia. I say that regularly to as a line of delineation between a a leviathan of an organization who is bred in the bowels of hell in the name of unity and equality and um equity, you know, all those words, right? Um safety um accommodation, all of that um identity ultimately at the end of the day what the corporate entity of the LGBTQUAI through Z represents is division and in stoking the flames in people's lives who already feel as if they don't belong they're not loved they're not accepted they're not welcomed they are uh unequal uh, on and in many playing fields because that's how society's made it for them. Also, it you know, some things have not been considered the norm until recently. And so, yeah, it's been a rough go for people who either have chosen to be homosexual or believe that they were born that way. It's been rough. We know that, right? And so someone comes along to save the day. And perhaps the intentions were were something other than nefarious and political and for monetary for for monetary gain and for power for ultimate power right and what they've done is stoke the fires uh, as if homosexual people are some form of subset of of humanity so i always take exception with that cabal because they run roughshod over our liberties, and they always have, and they always will. The president's administration is the first presidential administration to ask to actually host um, a a cabinet, if you will, of for specifically for homosexuals. A friend of mine actually sits on that board. It's an advisory board um, for issues pertaining directly to homosexuals and for homosexuals because that is a particular group, a demographic amongst all of us. It's not a subset as the LGBT corporate cabal would have you believe and have many homosexuals believe and actually abuse people who are gay into believing that they're never going to be equal without this particular bumper sticker on the back of their car. And unless you take everyone else's liberties away from them and you make everyone be okay and say the same thing and homogenize well, your life is never going to amount to anything. Guess what? And and so much so that we're going to convince you that you are a letter of the alphabet and not much more. Does that sound very godly to you? Forget about your biases toward homosexuality, okay, for just a minute. Does that sound remotely godlike that you would be relegated to a letter in the alphabet, right? Like that's your identity. You're either L, G, B, T, Q, U, A, I, and a, and who knows how many other things. And by their configuration and by their theory, you could be any number of those things, but, but only you can't because within that culture, within that particular society, breeds an enormous 
amount of, no, 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 you're not the victim. I'm the victim. Well, no, you're not the bigger victim. I'm the victim. I get picked on more because I'm trans. No, I get picked on more and I don't mean as much of my identity. So, you know, flimsy, uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm pan. I don't even know what any of this, you know, it's ridiculous. It is a sociological construct. It is a demonic construct really is what it is to divide and conquer and to kill. And it has a lot of gay people have died at the hands of ignorant, not gay people at the hands of accusation. Every time they look in the mirror and they listen to organizations like the LGBT QUAIZ corporate cabal who tells them that without your preferred or inherent as you believe it, sexuality, you're nothing. Boy, that's a long soapbox. How do y'all like that? Narratives. I've, I've said it for years that words matter. Gender is how I got off on that whole thing. It's a big deal. You know why? Because now they're coming for your kids, and they have been for the past five years. I mean, they started that mess with Obama when they lit up the house and and the Rainbow Coalition. Can I tell you, a lot of my gay friends could not possibly care less about any of that. They don't want the attention. They just want to love and live their lives according to how they choose to to live and who with whom they want to do life with and how they choose to do it. And that is America. That is this country. So it is dead wrong for anyone to attempt to homogenize anyone else. And that's what we're seeing. I love the fact that in just a matter of weeks, you're going to have social media platforms that are nothing more than left demonic silos of circle jerks. Um, What's my other favorite phrase? Circular uh, firing squads right? Silos, just echo chambers of demonic blah, blah. Because they're ousting every conservative off of their platform. I'm down by 14,000 followers on Twitter and I have not left. And I told you guys I wasn't going to, I told you until they actually suspend me or, you know, I get down to zero followers. Um, I will be the, uh, the, the trio, the, the little, uh, the string quartet rather that'll that'll be me on the titanic i'm going to continue to strum and continue to be here with you um as a media um personality more importantly as a patriot right as a believer as someone who serves the god of hope because more than information that is literally changing at lightning speed. That's one reason why I've been very quiet about what I know because we are, me and and the people that I I work with and, and who I receive most of my information from, we are literally on crotch rockets right now um, flying at lightning speed around corners and curves and mountainous terrain and it's it's dangerous and it's ever moving and it would it would nearly be um negligent 
on my part and derelict for me to share certain information with you that it's constantly changing. It would just make you crazy because it's, you know, it's, it's hard enough for me to just go, you know what? It's fluid right now. It's fluid. And I'm going to tell you this and you're not going to like it. And that's okay because it won't be the first time you don't like something I say, and it won't be the last, but I'm telling you all now without a God Hail Mary, without God's intervention, you will not have another four more years. It won't happen. I am privy to people who are working literally nonstop around the clock, who have worked nonstop around the clock while your fake, crooked, constitutional officers sit on 60 minutes and all but accuse the president, use words, again, words, remember, words matter, used words again to imply that the president of the United States, knowing fully hell well that he was on a recorded line, well, maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't really expect, I don't know. I hope the president's not that naive after four years. And maybe there are laws in place that prohibit you from being able to record a conversation with the president without his knowledge. I know this office here in the state of Georgia is in trouble for having recorded that conversation and then reported, released it, well, half of it, because, you know, you had to make the president look really bad. So they released half the conversation to the Washington Post, completely illegal, crossing state lines with with a recorded conversation. Way to go, Jordan. Another one of your stellar ideas, I'm sure. That's real leadership, right? Jordan Fuchs, the Deputy Secretary of State, who's had it out for the president, had it in to the side, whatever, from what... Anyway, I'll leave that alone Um, regarding our president since day one. You're dealing with a cabal of never Trumpers, so nothing should surprise you. These are, but he's a Republican, right? Because the Republican is comprised of establishment, just hacks who are literally no more patriotic than the left. Don't believe me? Tune into Eric Erickson from four to six every day on a particular radio station here. After he calls for the murder, literally calls for the murder of patriots on Capitol Hill. Literally. Shoot them all. Right. He's part of the establishment. See how that works? They all start to blend together after a while, don't they? For those of you folks who are into lizard people and all that stuff that is just way over my pay grade. Um, Right. The chameleons. Right. They all start to bleed together. The bottom line is they're not for your freedom. They will never be for your freedom. They're for their personal gain. Literally watch Brad Raffensperger sit on 60 Minutes and utilize a word and then correct himself. But guess what happens with words and the human psyche? Once you plant the seed, it's out there. Once you plant the seed of doubt about someone, it's out there. And listen, I, I fall into it as well. Because I get passionate and and I get, you know, emotional about something that is clearly there's an injustice at work. And if I go off, I go off half cocked, it's not a good thing Uh, because I'm taking everyone with me. And listen, I'm never not aware of what I'm doing, 
But with the information I have about things and with evidence that I've seen, it's impossible for me to watch the Secretary of State of Georgia sit on national television on an international program and say that there was no voter fraud in the state of Georgia. That he wanted, that the president wanted him, I'm trying to think of the name of the word that he used, recalibrate. That's what he said. He shot the word out there to recalibrate the numbers. And that's not what the president asked at all. That's not what he was asking for at all. To recalibrate something means, hey, can you jig with this? Can you jiggy this thing a little bit? That's what it means. It means, can you toy with this so so we have a different outcome? Preferably my desired outcome. That was the word that was dropped in the middle of a 60 minutes interview. Do you think that was an accident? No, it was not. Identity, words, words matter. Your children, your children's sexuality, their own sanity about who they've been created to be as God's little people. All of that, words, your legislation, words, laws, words. Never forget getting pulled over in this little cow town here in the state of Georgia going to court to fight it. I love the fact that these guys were busted wide open, not even 12 months later, for fraudulent tickets, right? Just excessive ticket writing, because only a certain amount of your county revenue or city revenue can be can can uh, can be uh, of tickets, right, of traffic issues, traffic violations. And so these guys were busted wide open. They had all kinds of stuff. Like if that thing was like a damn pyramid scheme before it was over with. And I, I'm like, I'm not one to go into that night, you know, gently, gentle night, quietly, all that stuff. That's not me when it comes to a ticket. And I know I haven't done anything wrong. And so I'm showing up to defend myself. And this judge looks at us and he goes, this was priceless. Uh, well, your speed was is arbitrary. And I'm like, what? I'm sorry, what did he just say? Did he just say our speed? If you're getting up here, ma'am, to argue your speed, and that you weren't doing what's written on the paper, your speed to me is arbitrary. Uh, okay, really? Well, you set, legis- legislation set the laws forth that dictates, whether it's your municipal legislation, it's your county, it's your, you know, the state legislation, you, you've set forth the parameters in which I am instructed and required to drive, right? And you're the judge, and you're supposed to execute the laws that were written by other people. And now from the bench, you're going to create a new law that says that my speed is arbitrary when it comes to my punishment. I'm sorry. That is just not English. That's not American. We had a heyday of a, of a little exchange at the, at the bar there because I was representing myself. And I'm like, this is crazy. Do you realize what you just said? There's nothing arbitrary about my offense about that which I've been accused. This president has been the scapegoat of this nation in every single act of demonics that have have gone on for generations. He has been the scapegoat. And remember, I talked about the scapegoat and the importance of understanding the scapegoat's role in the Old Testament. There was one time when that little sucker came back with all the sins pinned to it and the priest and the people and everybody crap their robes because they're like, holy crap, that thing wasn't supposed to come back. And guess what that means if he, you know, walked all the way back here and he didn't fall over the cliff like we had hoped that he would. 
and and found acceptable as a sacrifice to God for all of our crappy stuff, right? He came back, and that signified to those folks that that was a really bad omen, and it, and it was, it was. So I always tell people, as someone who has historically dealt with a spirit of scapegoat in my generations, and I've and I've had people put their crap off on me for my entire life, I recognize it instantly, especially for other people. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all shape the narratives, especially in media. You're kicking everyone off of media so that the president cannot defend himself as he normally would via Twitter. Now, why this administration does not have someone out front right now sharing information with you all, I don't understand. I don't have an answer to that. Several of you have asked me. I don't know. I've heard three different times today that the president was going to speak with us, even if it's not the president, just someone coming out to say something would be amazing. Silence is not golden in the world of communications, unless it's strategic. And so for those of you, all that to say, for those of you who wonder what the hell's really going on right now, I just want to tell you that if there silence, sometimes is the note not played, and there's more being said in the silence than having five news conferences a day. So I want to encourage you to take your peace, to maintain your hope, because your hope cannot be in this president. It cannot be in the words constructed. It cannot be in arbitrary, uh, you know, judiciary hearings. Our judges are complete. Listen, this isn't the first time in history this has happened either. Judges bought off and bribed and extorted and blackmailed and deep faked and all. I mean, all this stuff that you can think of, we're humans and people really are that dastardly. It's possible. It just is. And I love the fact that God is so gangster that he is just pulling off our rose colored glasses to say, okay, you guys really want to see what's going on? You think you're the greatest nation on earth without any child trafficking, any child sacrificing, any child sex, any type of extortion, any type of, uh, you know, killing people in the name of science, right? Waiting on FDA approval that could and could not sterile your kids and your generations, you know, Bell's palsy, no big deal. It may or may not go away, but at least, at least you won't have COVID, Right? A virus that morphs, because that's what viruses do, even man-made viruses, right? Viruses with patents, by the way. All the crazy stuff that goes on in this nation, all of the just, it's gross. It's so dark. And the GOP's been complicit. They're fat, satiated, happy, gluttonous, sitting at the table. They got a seat at the table. It makes me sick because I deal with some of you who call me with information, but you're not willing to put people out there who are really bad actors because you're afraid of what it's going to do to you. So what do you do? You put scapegoats out front. You put people out front who are willing to take the hits. And then what do you do? You you gather your stones and you get ready to stone the rest of us when it when it looks like aligning with us could cost you something. Yeah, it sucks. It's hurtful. It's hurtful as hell, I'm not going to lie. And thankfully it's hurtful because otherwise I'd be a sociopath, but I'm not. But it is hurtful. When you take the hits for people 
for your family, right? When you're the person in the family who's willing to be honest, so you guys can get some freedom in your generations and everybody turns on you like you're the, you know, the generational jackass. And guess what? God rode in on a jackass. He sent his prophet in on a jackass. He also sent Jesus in on a jackass. One jackass actually spoke about that. How'd you like to be riding down the dirt road one day and you're going to, you know, do God's work and you're like, oh, I don't think so. These people are crazy. I don't think I want to do that, God. <laughs> and and you're like, nah, let's go another direction. And the donkey's like, mm, no, dude, we're not going to do that because thus saith the Lord. I'm sorry. I don't know that I would have made it any further down that path with the old donkey. Or how about this? When you're standing in a room, fat, full, happy, big old orgy with the king, right? All your political friends are around and you got all your chicks and your wine and all your grapes and your food and everybody's toga is nice and pressed, right? And you think, no one is greater than I and many people have come to say, you know, prior to this day, hey, 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 so thus saith the Lord, you need to get it together. And you're just so full of yourself. You're so confident. You're so bought and paid for. You feel so protected. You feel so untouchable. And God's like, okay, cool, I can fix that. And all of a sudden, there are words appearing as a finger from an invisible hand is writing on the wall. I'm sorry, do you crap your toga or do you drop dead? Uh, Both happened actually in this particular Bible story. So that's what's happening. I am so excited that the curtains are being pulled back. I can't even stand myself. That, That literally elates me. And it's not because I'm really pumped about seeing people go down. I am pumped about seeing God glorified in all of this and the fact that the only way for a nation to heal is for its sins to be exposed. It's the only way we are ever forgiven and washed is by confession. And one way or the other, the sins of this nation are on full display. We've prayed for it. We fasted for it. We have believed for it. The day is here. Your scapegoat is, is he's not on the field right now. Not with you. He can't be in communication with you. He, I'm waiting for a presser any time now. He's not in communication with you. These are the hours of darkness for us to be able to wrestle with ourselves. And that's a really good place to be. It's scary. I know. I get it. I've done it. It's terrifying. And Paul writes about that. It's a scary thing to find yourself, you know, it's a fearful thing to find yourself at the feet of the living God who holds the keys of life and death and hell and heaven. It should be. It should strike a level of awe in us for our Father who's like, I've had enough. I've had enough. You said you were going to drain the swamp. I don't think that was just some national euphemism. I I, I think that was our tagline, you know. I, I think that was I think that was genuine. And I don't think we counted the cost. That's what I think. I don't think we counted the cost of draining the swamp. It's big. It's it's heavy, isn't it? Y'all, most of you don't know whether to believe 
that Joe Biden, also known as Kamala Harris, will be the next president of this country on November 20th. Or if God's actually going to show up and show out. Do you realize that over half of the church body of prophets, that's in quotes, by the way, right? The big, yeah, the prophets of the church, they're on the run. And do you understand what they've done? This ought to really put the fear of God in you. They have blasphemed the Holy Spirit of God. If your pastor told you that he was coming in the spirit of a prophet, that Donald J. Trump was going to be in office for the next four years because that was the revelation that God gave him or her, and now suddenly, since the fraud's been certified, nine out of ten people in Congress have jumped ship on the president, which is really jump ship on you, really jump ship on liberty, really jump ship on God and our children and our future, and people all over the globe. That's who they bailed on. Let's be clear. Okay? What they're really saying is they've, they're they they're now jumping ship. All your little prophet pastors are jumping ship, right? And you know what they're saying? Um, I don't know. Well, maybe, sorry, maybe we got it wrong. You know why they're doing that? Because you guys are leaving their churches in droves because you believed them. And you think they're a bunch of fakey phonies, which you're not wrong. Um, Or, well, now you're not wrong, and I'm going to tell you why. How do you blaspheme the Holy Spirit? Which is unforgivable, by the way. I don't know that it lands you in hell forever, but it's certainly one of those sins where God's going to be like, no, remember? Remember that one thing I told you that I couldn't forgive? Well, this one's it. Assigning a demonic value to the Spirit of God. Your pastor's are operating in a spirit of blasphemy. That's a big deal. If they assigned the value of profit to their profit, their prophecy to you, that Donald Trump would be your president for the next four years, thus saith the Lord, and now because your donations have quit going in because you're following your eyes and not your spirit, and then they turn, they turn coat and turn tail and tuck tail, and they're like, whoa, 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 chasing after your big dollars, right? Because they need that 501c34 status, whatever, for the big lie that Caesar told them that, hey, you know, we won't, we won't forget your taxes. We'll, we'll, you know, we won't, we won't charge you anything on all of this. Well, guess what? The church has never been taxable. Wake the hell up. Good grief. Study like two lines of IRS code if you're a church leader for the love of God. And then you don't have to, you know, get in the bed with Caesar and do what he says and how. And for how long? Goodness gracious, alive. Really? Your pastors are tucking tail and running because they're afraid of losing your money. Because you know why? At the end of the day, most of us don't trust that God's going to show up and do what he says he's going to do. You guys don't like to hear that, but it's the truth. I've lived it. You've lived it. The Israelites were you know, poster children for it. Part the seas, for God's sakes. Literally, two miles into the desert, they're like, um, so are you really going to feed us? I don't know about you, but if I, and I'm not judging my brethren, the Israelites, I'm just saying, like, wow, had I been standing at the base of, like, 
some of you think it was a lake, a river. I don't care what it is. It was deep enough and wide enough and long enough for me to go, hmm, well, without a boat, we're really not going to be able to cross that. And wow, here they come. And how are we supposed to get through this again? And all of a sudden, the one man that God has said, do it, who was imperfect, by the way, takes his staff and literally stomps on the ground and the waters part. Lifts his rod that had been a snake too, uh, lifts his rod to the heavens and says, bless it, Lord, and let it be done. And it happens. And you walk through, you literally watch water recede and you walk through, get about 500 feet in and go, I'm hungry. How is this supposed to work out again? Oh, and by the way, two miles into the journey, I'm going to be like, can we go back? Because we're so comfortable. I mean, listen, it was bad and we were slaves, but, you know, GOP, but can we just go back to the way we've always known it, please? Because at least we know that guy. I mean, we know slavery. We know what it's like to be enslaved. We know that. And it's comfortable. We get to be victims. We get to create policy, right? We get government funding. We get a subsidy. I mean, you know, we get our we get to get our thrills with sexual perversions. Crazy stuff. Can we just go back to captivity? You know, we get to sacrifice our kids to the idols, but you know, hey, it's it all works out. You can put some blood on our door and you know, and God'll pass us over again. I mean, that was his grace the first time, right? With Passover. So can we just go back though? Just it's it's what we know. That's where we are as a nation. It hurts. I hate to say it, but it is where we are. A lot of people are dying. They are dying mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. For sure, financially. Your marriages are disrupted. Your kids are disrupted. Most of you are extremely apathetic right now because you don't know what to believe. You don't have enough information to make a decision. And I'm asking you tonight, I'm asking you right now on this broadcast to make a decision to trust God or not. No matter what your eyes see, what your ears hear, you're going to trust the living God, not Donald Trump, not procedure, not process, providence. You're going to put providence first. I firmly believe, and you can call me crazy on January 20th, on 21st, you can do January 20th. You can blow up my emails with, God, you're such a dumb whatever. I mean, I've heard it all. It does not bother me. Um, And you know what? I would rather look like a fool believing in God than know for sure that I'm a fool for not believing in God. So I'm going down with the ship. Or we're going to sail off into the sunset with this sucker, and I'm believing for the latter. And that's just my faith that I cannot even explain to you. It's a, it's a spirit of faith. It is a gift of faith, and I'm imparting it to you this evening if you're listening to me. This is not to condemn you. This is to prepare your hearts for the things that, if, they, if they're not revealed, and they have actually, by and large, you've had people, you've had kids out on the internet for years. My God, we've got Julian Assange right now. The man has literally been treated like a beast for the past upteen years he's been held in captivity. I mean, in one fashion or another, 
as I understand it, you know, the royals aren't exactly letting go of old Julian right now. Because why? What you have to ask yourself that. Also, maybe connect the dots between what, and by the way, my tires are not low. I'm not planning to kill myself. I feel really good about life. Clearly, you can hear me. And so if for some reason, you know, I'm Clinton-sided, then this is what I'm going to ask you to pay attention to. Why was Hillary broadcasting today from the UK? Why was she in London? Why? With her little tidbit. I, I don't know. You guys are smart. Start connecting your own dots. People like Lynn Wood and others, they don't put stuff out there that their eyes have not laid upon, their ears have not been privy to by virtue of conversations that most of us will never have access to. It's not in his character. It's not his nature to do so. It's his business, for God's sakes. He has literally protected the reputations of people who actually... Poor Richard Jewell. I mean, I think he died of a broken heart. Whole life wrecked by false accusations. You try living with, you know, hey, there's the Atlanta bomber, you know, as your scapegoat name tag. Look at what the president has around his neck right now. Are you kidding me? And then they try to pin that crap on Lynn too. And your families try to do it to you. We do it to each other. I'm telling you right now. We have one enemy in this life, one, and his name is Satan. And he does embody. His spirit does influence and embody others. And anyone who would falsely accuse someone, covet, idolize, rape, murder, molest, malign, all of that, envy, uh, all of that, hatred, unforgiveness, that's his nature. Pretty simple stuff. Pretty simple stuff it is ungodly. So pay attention to who you're listening to, who you're watching. I'm going to leave you with that. I'm hungry. It's been a long day. It's been a great day. It's been productive. I am working my fingers to the bone over here for you guys, um, juggling all of my pieces to the best of my ability. And at the end of the day, like my mama, my my. Uh, my Gigi, Alvita, Miss King, she's my godmother. Um, she texted me first thing this morning because she saw I had like three hours of sleep. And she's like, listen, you need to get your rest, girl, because this battle is the Lord's. Amen to that. It is. I will, and I do sleep actually very well at night, uh, but I'll sleep much better after the 20th because my work, well, actually, I'll probably take like a week off for either all the work that I've done to assist this presidency coming, you know, into fruition for another four years or starting the charge again for taking this country back from the most gruesome heist of liberty, literally, I think, in the history of humanity outside of the fall of Lucifer with a third of his angels to this earth. For the record, don't ever challenge me online again about God not caring about this country and God not caring about government or politics. You sound like, I don't know, a Branch Davidian. God rest their souls. I, you sound absolutely ridiculous. And I'm going to tell you why. Government is a godly construct. If you don't think the heavenlies have a hierarchy, you're just ill-informed. Government 
judges. Have you opened your Old Testament? Right? There had to be judges for a reason. Because one dude couldn't handle all of us crazy folks coming to him with family problems. And she stole my chicken. And they got more manna than I did. And, you know, her sandals are prettier. Or they, you know, they're they're squatting on my sand. Uh, Can you imagine? Can you imagine what that court looked like? Or I let them borrow, you know, I don't know, three pieces of ham hock, you know, and, and they haven't paid me back yet. I mean, just go read your Old Testament for the love of God. It'll tell you, it'll make so much sense. Everything happening now will make so much more sense. Yes, government is a godly construct. Can you imagine? Yeah, I mean, sorry, libertarians. And I know I have a lot of friends who are libertarians. Don't tread on me. I get it. We do not need a big government. Yeehaw. But someone needs to administer and facilitate uh, to ensure that, that people are cared for in the way of the poor. Um. Honestly, that really is the church's responsibility. I'm not going to lie. But how about just infrastructure? How about the safety of our nation and infrastructure? There. Because it's not there. It's not health care. God is our great physician. Mm-hmm. Right? Jobs. Nope. God never said he was going to promise you a job. He never said that was, your, that was your right. He said it was your duty. Get your butt out and work. You don't work, you don't eat. That's what it says. The Bible never says, by the way, well, God helps those who help themselves. That's not scriptural. Stop it. Again, you sound ridiculous. That is not scriptural. God helped me, and I couldn't do a freaking thing. I couldn't rub two nickels together. I had to steal electricity from my neighbor. Actually, I asked her if I could borrow it, but I was stealing it from Cobby MC. Bunch of mafiosos. Hate utility companies, by the way. But anyway, go solar. Um, yeah, I haven't had a pot to pee in, or I did have a window to throw it out, but the, the, the pot was questionable, and it was smoking hot because it was the dead of summer. And if you followed me for any length of time, you've heard the story already, so you can just go ahead and turn it off. But I love this story, and I'm gonna tell you why I love the story because I get to give God the glory, and I forget. Oh my gosh, I forget. I get in the good times. I start rolling around and all my little successes and my access and, you know, my popularity and all my follower numbers. You know, all those things that y'all have been monetizing in my industry, right? Branding, all that. Well, what am I going to say? Who do they think I am? Am I going to upset my base? Am I going to, what about the advertisers? I got to a point, thank God, he never allowed me to profit from advertisers, (laughs) <laughs> I've had, literally, I've had one sponsor. Isn't that awesome? It's amazing because all of my colleagues right now are either censored and they live with duct tape on their lips and they kind of peel it back every now and then to tell you a little bit more than they should. And then they get smacked on the hiney and, they, and they're told and they're warmed. Don't do that again. All of our advertisers, you know, are at stake. And then you get to go back to pretending that you're actually, uh, you know, a, a curator of liberty for people right? That you really are interested in giving people the whole story. I don't know. It feels good not to be bought. It feels good to be a free woman. I've sold myself for a lot less than a paycheck or a sponsor. You know why? Because the devil perpetuated so much wickedness on my life as a young person. So whenever I get on here and I start 
cheering from the rooftops for a good, grace-filled, jealous, passionate, filled with wonder, too great to contain, more interested in government and this country and our freedom than we could ever possibly fathom. I know what I'm saying is right. I know what I'm saying is true. And I will never apologize for doing it. I will be back with you guys tomorrow, I think. I don't know. We'll see. Y'all pray for me. Pray for my safety, my health, all that stuff. Be good to your neighbor. Hey, guess what? You can follow me. Really cool place that I love now. Telegram. You can find me at the Monica Matthews. The Monica Matthews on Telegram. Broadcasting from there too. I love you guys. Be good to your neighbor. Beginning your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one. 